what is a Fisher House? It's a place where families can stay close by while our military and veterans are treated for wounds and illnesses, seen or unseen, at military and VA hospitals. Because a family's love is the best medicine of all. Learn more at fisherhouse.org. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Experience Never Seen the World The Fallen Electric's debut album Featuring the title track Never Seen the World Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news Show dates and contact information Think Twice Know that I Have never seen the world I've never seen Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fanboy Show! Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Jesse. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Fanboy Show. Thank you for downloading the Pot of Old podcast app, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fanboy Show. That's FBLOBARSHOW.com. And FBLOBARSHOW is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Ain't that right, Foo? Seafood. Yeah. On tap today, we just have a lot of shit we want to talk about. Just want to fool it the fuck up. We just want to foo this the fuck up, Josh. But first, I wanted to talk about a few (laughs) things that have been going on since I think we last met for the podcast. Jesus Christ, so much, man. So much has been going on in regards to the good well-being of some celebrities that everybody was pretty cool with. I mean... and. You know what? This whole world this past week has been pretty food up. It's, it's been, been pretty fucked up. Yep. So first, you know, one of the ones that was the most notable these last few days was the death of Mr. Luke Perry, star of Beverly Hills 90210. Yes, that was quite tragic. Right. Yeah, yeah. It just happened, you know, right before the weekend. Right, right before right the weekend. Dead at 52. Really young dude, man. Yeah, I mean... All of my family members were 90210 fans. My moms, my sisters, uh-huh. and my dad, surprisingly, uh, were all 90210 fans. So when they found out, I was in my room because I was, I was home from work. Yeah. So I scream over to my sister. I'm like, hey, Sarah. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. So you're going to be pretty upset with what I'm about to tell you right now. So be prepared. She's like, what? What? Why? I was like, Luke Perry died. She's like, he died? Oh, I'm, man. I'm like, yeah. She's like, no. And you can, I can hear her crying like through the walls. I'm like, oh no, oh, you ruined her day. Man. Well, and so much so, in fact, that she was wearing like a black top before. She literally comes into my room wearing a white Luke Perry T-shirt from <laughs> 90210 and carrying the Dylan doll oh, God. from 90210 in her hand, like hugging it, <laughs> caressing it down. And I'm just like, wow, she is not taking this well at all. You know, no, not making fun, poking fun at you know the circumstance, just right. like her reaction. 
she's just nuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another celebrity that passed away was Mr. Keith Flint of The Prodigy, The yeah, Frontman. Yeah, I saw that. He's dead at 49. Yeah. Um, that was, unfortunately, suicide, oh, man. which is pretty fucked up because Prodigy were a very entertaining band, man. And we're actually going to feature The Prodigy in the in the music highlights today. So All right. We get to listen to one of their more popular albums, just, you know, for old fuck's sake. Right on, right on. But yeah, R.I.P., man, R.I.P. And if you're feeling depressed, suicidal, man, don't, like, ah, dude, I know it's easier, easier said, said than, than done. done. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, that's heavy. It's fucking heavy. Yeah, man, seek help. Ask, you know, talk to a friend, talk to people. You know, people mm. are willing to listen. It's no, there's no reason, you know, you should kind of go to those measures. Remember to call. 1-800-784-2433, just in case you ever get those kind of feelings. And there you such. go, man. There you go. That's right. That's right. But, you know, it's not, that's not the only news. You heard about Alex Trebek, right? Alex Trebek announces he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and, and he still has to fulfill his contract with... Uh, I think it's CBS. <laughs> he he said that in a statement. Yeah, he's he like, said, I still got to work three more. I still got three <laughs> more years on my contract. I'll die if I could die before then. So be it. But you know, in his statement, which was classy as fuck, mm-hmm. like he gave it like a champ. Like it, like it's not phasing him. He's like, I'm prepared to fight this. I'm going to fight this. Oh man, and that, I kind of have to because I got three more years. Yeah, <laughs> Jeopardy. Um, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it sucks, dude. And the only thing that he's kind of dickish about is how he corrects people. But it's so but it's great. funny. It's great. Yeah. Like, and he's like, whenever he's even in shows, like, because, you know, he always used to make fun. Of, he always makes fun of like him being Canadian. Mm-hmm. So I think if you watch that show, How I Met Your Mother, there's like a funny scene where that Robin character, they go into like, they find a music video of like, where are they now? Because okay. she used to be like a, a 90s Canadian <laughs> pop star. And like they show her going through a dark phase and they interview like Alex, Alex Trebek. Like about her, he's like, "Oh, I knew Robin from years ago." Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and they're all, and then they all reminisce on how they heard like the bad news. She turned bad. Uh, how all of them were in a Tim Hortons. Yep. And they're all telling them each other their favorite donut or the donut that they were eating at the time. Yeah. He's all, I, I think it was like a maple glaze with cinnamon on top. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think Jason Priestley was on that too. And he's just like, that was the day I invented the Priestley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You got to watch that. Everyone. I recommend that episode, <laughs> but oh man. The also trip- Mr. Brody Stevens. Oh no. Yeah. Um, last week, uh, this was a little bit before the weekend, but he was only 48 and it was Damn. another case of suicide. His meds, like he switched meds. Yeah. Oh, so no. apparently he was posting some questions up on social media a couple of days before, or maybe even hours before he actually took his own life. Wow. Um, really? I don't know exactly what he said. There but were I think warning was, signs, though. There were warning signs, but you know, obviously no, nothing was done, and he ended up doing what he did. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. That's uh, another, again, everyone refer back to the previous hotline, mm-hmm. and just get help, man, and be careful with those meds. Like those of you who, that you are taking it, uh, they may be recommended, but you know, if you're not feeling right, just kind of ease back and then try and figure out a new way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then other, you know, not as tragic news, but still tragic in local SoCal mm-hmm. circles. Bean from Kevin and Bean is Gene Bean Baxter announces he's leaving the Kevin and Bean show after 30 years. Yeah, man. man that, after 30, and then uh, one of the things that that Kevin posted of the Kevin and Bean show. Lucky for us. We're stuck with Bean for another nine months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin. Kev dog. 
But yeah, he announced yesterday, uh, as we record this, yesterday being Wednesday, mm-hmm. that uh, he's leaving the show after 30 years on the air. He's hosted the show with Kevin Ryder since it launched back in January 2nd of 1990. Oh, yeah. I mean, my God, they, those guys are sta- were a staple of K-Rock for these last 30 Which years. Which is, it's funny because uh, I, uh, I'm i an avid listener of the Adam Carolla show. Mm-hmm. And Adam knows all about the history of Kevin and Bean because he was there during, during the early the gr- days. During the ground up days, uh, right? Well, uh, a few years after they had started, but right, like almost immediately after Jimmy Kimmel was their sports guy. That's right. Jimmy's who, who brought Adam, Adam in. in. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So he tells a bunch of cool stories about like the behind the scenes stuff, what uh-huh. they're like. Adam Carolla was thinking about uh, making a documentary about K-Rock. Ooh, I would love to see that. But he's just like, I have so much material. This thing's probably going to be a series, like a documentary series. Do it, Adam. Adam Ace. <laughs> Do it, man. I think he's already, like, interviewing people oh, for it. Yes. And he kind of has to since Bean's, like, on his way out. You know what? Going on a slight tangent, Adam Carolla's documentaries are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, the two that you've showed me so far. Yeah. About... 24-Hour War. 24-Hour War. And then the, uh, I think, what was it called? The Le Grand? Um, what was the the what was the Lamar Grand Lamar, Prix? Lamar Grand I don't Prix. Think, uh, I don't think that's what it was called. But, yes. It was it's about one. racing. Yeah. And in that documentary, they were also talking about uppity. Uh-huh. Remember? Yeah. Willie T. Uh, Ribs. Willie T. Ribs, who was the first black Formula, race car yeah, driver. Yeah, race car driver, right? Yeah. So he just launched uppity, the documentary. Mm-hmm. So I recommend everybody check that out. Oh, Because right. that just came out. Yeah. And uh, hopefully he does make a documentary about, you know, K-Rock because there's... Their story's amazing, you know, with Ralph being there as well, being a huge part, you know, in the late 90s, I would say, he came in. Ralph, yeah, I th- he was with the station for, I think, almost 18 years, so I think from, like, 2000. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And just everything that they did, Gene was, uh, Bean was amazing when he lived on his little island in Seattle, and he mm-hmm. had his go- his donkey and all that. Yeah. That was, that was great. But yeah, they've been a part of my life ever since I was like in middle school. I've been listening to these guys on the radio. Funny as fuck, I don't think they've lost their step despite the speed bumps along the way. These guys are fucking professionals. They were consistent as fuck. And especially, and right now, uh, at least they were challenged as soon as they lost Ralph. Mm-hmm. They were challenged immediately on how they were going to keep up the pace with what they had before because Ralph was a was a heavy part of their show before. He was super heavy. He would, I mean, if it wasn't for Ralph, like the content probably not be as as quality. No, I I think they would have struggled for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, for those eighteen years, who knows? As, they probably would have gotten canceled. Remember when Ralph was gone? Like the episodes that Ralph were gone, like they they would have to bring in the talent. Sometimes the talent they would bring in just didn't hit. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, Brad Williams would do it. Um, Brad Williams was one of the better, mm-hmm. better guys to do uh, the show. Mr. Movie Phone Mr. was invited Movie a phone. lot of the time. But when they had guys like Doto, well, Doto actually was pretty fucking hilarious. He's just a weirdo. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we're, I'm going to be sad to see Bean go, but you know, uh, we're, I'm just curious to see how the Kevin and Bean show is going to evolve, how, what it's going to even be called. Yeah, I mean, I'm hell. I'll still listen. I love, I love well, Kevin. I love Allie. I like Jensen. And one of the things that I uh, that I was going to try to get to with the whole Adam Corolla tangent mm-hmm. is that um, he, he he talks about how like they were in deep deep competition with Mark and Brian. Yeah. Mark and Brian, every morning they were like, they would trash them. They had the radio wars. Oh, yeah. They still talk about it yeah. like, to this day. And, you know, when Mark and Brian 
recently left the airwaves, uh, Mark came back as Mark Mark Thompson, Mark in the morning uh-huh. on the competitors' early morning show. Ninety eight seven. No, on on uh, the sound. Uh, oh, one hundred three. One hundred point three, which doesn't exist anymore. No. But uh, so I mean, Kevin might just call it like Kevin in the morning. I don't fucking know. Better not be stupid. Like Kevin and Kev Dog. Kev Dog. <laughs> Dang mornings with Kev Dog. There you go. K Rock, I just helped you out there. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and another thing that I wanted to talk about is there is a reported cure of HIV. No. Yeah, that, the second patient. Oh in wow! History. Wow! So this might turn into something pretty cool. So there's you know there's a silver lining to this entire sad conversation. There's the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, yeah. not only that, wasn't it just proven now that vaccinations aren't like harmful to you or like didn't they say something that the anti-vaxxers were they did enough research where they can just slap them in the face with it and said hey so now you made us waste all this research and time and money here it is if you still don't believe us you're a fucking idiot fucking die (laughs) (laughs) just die then just go ahead and get the measles and die you, they're gonna end up being like quarantined or sectioned off. Watch, yeah. it'll if they they're gonna be the ones that get the zombie. Well, don't outbreak. you remember when the whole thing in Oregon was going down? Like moms in that specific region of Oregon decided not to vaccinate their kids. Oh yeah, didn't they like they, either ban them or kind of separate them? No, dude. Like the measles broke out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 the yeah. measles broke out, and then they were taking to the internet about uh, asking for uh, advice on how to how to deal with it. Oh. <laughs> People were like, how about vaccinating your kids? <laughs> it's crazy. It's fucking dumb, dude. It's like, we want the cure for the measles, but we don't want to ingest it in them at a younger age so that way they can, you know. Right. You know, bastards. Fuck anyway, them. HIV. HIV is almost about there. Yeah. You know? So we got we got another person who is uh, taking on the treatment, and it worked. HIV, you can get it. You can get it. Well, man, you want to just move on to the nerd news? All right, nerd news, everybody. You ready? Let's do this thing. Well, <laughs> since we're going on with you know the sad notion of endings yeah. and transitions, I know huge announcement came on came out uh, via Stephen Amell himself. See, mm-hmm. C- the CW has announced that the series Arrow will be ending at season eight, and it will only be a ten episode run this upcoming fall. Which normally it's more than that. Usually right? it's about usually seasons run between twenty two to twenty three episodes. Uh-huh. But the reason why uh, I think this is going to happen is because in the first ten episodes, usually the tenth episode is the crossover episode mm-hmm. with Flash, Supergirl, and normally Legends of Tomorrow, though they oh. weren't in the last one. Okay. Um, but there's an upcoming storyline that I've kind of talked about uh, previously. It's called The Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. So they're suggesting that maybe perhaps the Green Arrow dies in the crisis. Oh, what? Yeah, because uh, right now in, in the current season of Arrow, instead of doing like flashbacks, remember how the first six years they would just go to the past? Yes. Flashback. Now, instead, they were flashing to the, to the future where it's showing Oliver's son, William. He's older, trying to find Felicity. Who's gone rogue? Star City's like in ruin, and wow. no one's seen the Green Arrow in years. Mm-hmm. Like John Diggle's son is like grown up now. Uh, it's it's crazy, and the only one that's still there is actually Colton Haynes, yeah. who came back, who was Roy. 
who is Roy Harper, he's actually back in the series this season, mm-hmm. and he'll be in it again next season. Okay. Um, so it's it's pretty much leaning towards that because in the comic Crisis on Infinite Earths, you see numerous deaths in that series. Uh, two names in particular that died were The Flash mm-hmm. and Supergirl. Yeah. So maybe perhaps this is just a theory. No, you know, no spoiler alerts here. Uh, maybe perhaps he will be the one that bites the dust, the arrow instead of the, the Flash. Yeah, hmm. because the are fu- they thinking of ending Supergirl then? With that being said, perhaps because they may try to market her for movies. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, actually, that kind of leads me to a new point. What if this ending also leads to a potential Green Arrow movie? That would be great, right? With him as the Green Arrow, if he does, I'd be okay with it. I would be totally okay with it. I'm sure he would. You know, he probably be down. Yeah, if it's a great script. You know what I? uh, If if what you're saying is true about them fast forwarding to the future and all that good stuff, uh huh. is if uh, and in the future he had that nice long golden beard that he's portrayed as in the animated series. I recommend you watch the first season. Of Legends of Tomorrow, okay. where they go to a future where Oliver only has one arm, <laughs> and he has the long. Oh, you know what? Beard. I think I think I uh, saw that one. Yeah, yeah, where they they met Connor Hawk, mm-hmm. uh, Diggle's son, yeah. who becomes the Green Arrow. Right. Yeah, I I, I recommend everyone one. go watch that because that is that was like the best they could have done to get his beard back because they were super close uh, a few other seasons, but he just Stephen Amell said I will not grow that silly goatee but like, with if anybody has ever been on um on the fence about watching arrow anybody who likes anything about anything watch should this. watch season one yes season one transcends anything that's going on in this fucking uh they, series they revolu- it appeals to everybody oh definitely they revolutionized tv superhero shows mm-hmm. Like, they are what led to The Flash, even Gotham. Um, they it, it has the quality of what a movie should be without the big budget. Yes. But they're making it work really tastefully. Very well. Yeah. Very well. Even The Flash, they're mm-hmm. able to get their CGI and their graphics, you know, in line. I mean, you could still tell. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's well, very good for, you know, especially for those shows. But, yeah, definitely watch Arrow Season 1 and Season 2. Season two is pretty goddamn dope because you get the you get introduced to Barry, right? Right. Yeah. That's when the Flash comes in, and then that if if you dare kind of like like it enough, where now you're watching the Flash, then go for it because that's cool too. That's, that's a good storyline. Great storyline, mm-hmm. especially for you. Don't really need to be a fan or know any of these comics. You could just start watching, and you right. you're hooked. Right. You're hooked. Like like the fool over here, he started <laughs> watching, and he was hooked. I'm not. I'm not the fool though. No. Fuse. Right. Yes. <laughs> the the Fu's been missing. The, the Fu has been uh, in the Galactic Federation for a couple weeks now. I hope he comes back. I do too. I do too. Miss you, Fu. Hope you're listening. <laughs> He's not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but going more into other DC properties, uh, there was actually recently news with that Will Smith left the Deadshot role. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we all wanted... You know, that role just to be left alone. Mm-hmm. You know, just leave it alone, let it die, or let it go back to the CW. Well, DC had other ideas. Or, in <laughs> fact, James Gunn had other ideas. Yeah. Uh, he signed, they're, they're in talks to sign none other than Idris Elba to be the next Deadshot. Mm-hmm. And I don't see, I don't have a problem with it. 
That sounds good to me, dude. Yeah. I, I have no thoughts about it at all. Um, he's a good actor. He's, he's a good replacement for Will Smith because they've already established Will Smith as like the current Deadshot. I think do gangbusters work. I mean, look, the last movie left all of, you know a bad taste in all of our mouths. So. I mean, if that's the bar, then I'm fine with it. They were fine with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But you know what? Another name is actually going to be joining the cast. Mr. Dave Batista. Really? What's no, he going to be? None other. Drax the Destroyer will be playing the Peacemaker. Uh, he is a soldier who goes to extreme measures to what else? Make peace. So the character is somewhat of a deep. Too much on the nose. Yeah, right. He's a deep DC Comics cut. Um He's coming from the Charlton Publishing line, uh -huh. which included Captain Atom, who's made of atomic energy, Blue Beetle, who's like a Batman-esque, but more on the tech side, okay. and The Question, which is a man that, you know, wore a mask to cover his face, but was like a detective, mm -hmm. and Black Canary, who was, you know, obviously, everyone knows from Arrow, like a very much a vixen in those scantily outfits, and she could use sonic waves right. as her power. But don't they oddly sound very familiar, like another type of, you know, DC property? Uh, actually, your favorite comic, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah? What's that? The Watchmen. Yeah. Because The Watchmen, Alan Moore, um, these characters were used as archetypes for Alan Moore and David Gibbons' Watchmen, mm -hmm. with Peace uh, Peacemaker being the basis for The Comedian. Uh, the others, like, obviously, you can tell Captain Atom. Yeah. That's what Mr. Manhattan's based off of. Mm -hmm. The Blue Beetle, Owlman. Or Night Owl, mm -hmm. uh, The Question, Rorschach, mm -hmm. and Black Canary. Uh, I forget where. Silk Spectre. There it is. Yeah, that all makes sense. Because yeah. the, at least, if, if, if not their powers to a certain extent, which a lot of it is, mm -hmm. um, at least their personalities match. So imagine the comedian, who was played by none other than Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right. being played by Dave Bautista instead. What the fuck? Yeah, like a comedian type play, like character, uh -huh. a guy that acts just like the comedian, but as Dave Bautista in this sh in this movie. Okay, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, you have my attention there. So I cannot wait to see what they do with him. I think he'll be great. I love him as Drax in the uh, you know Avengers. Yeah, as we all remember, he did die at the end of Infinity War. So what's gonna happen? <laughs> Is he gonna cross platforms? I don't know. Who knows, man? Who knows he's going to the other side? Who knows? The dark side. Uh, well, speaking of the dark side, Fu, I don't know if you knew this. It, so, <laughs> you know how directors like to make movies that no one really asked for and we still got it? Yeah. Like uh, Howard the Duck? Sure. We didn't need it. Got it done without. <laughs> right. Well, get ready for another movie we didn't really need and no oh, one no. really wanted. Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. What's the? Yeah. Did we need that? I no. We don't need that. No. Not a, not at all. I it, I mean, look, look what you did with SpongeBob. Why'd you Why'd you do that? They, they had a fun. What, no, why Why'd you do that? Don't do that. It's bad. <laughs> bad movies. Bad movies. Yes. And this movie will you know probably be bad. Uh, I'll wait to judge at the trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, if they have tails and knuckles, you may have me convinced. Well, I don't think I don't think they uh, they're that stupid, right? To not have uh, to well, not have them. Suicide Squad, man. Suicide Squad. <laughs> anything is possible. Uh, yeah, all right, all right. A anything. Hey, uh, movie's gonna be coming out November eighth of later this year, twenty nineteen. Okay. So. 
just kind of keep your keep your noses out for it or not actually you know it's keep my wits about me. yeah I'm, I'm perfectly fine if you guys decide just to skip it um everyone <laughs> guess what captain marvel is out this weekend that's right all your asses need to go out and watch this movie i will be going uh on friday so unfortunately i will not be able to give my feedback on today on today's episode right, right, right. but next episode for sure guys mm-hmm. but uh everyone go out and see it i heard it's breaking records already uh, i will f- try to find the numbers here but it's i've heard nothing but great things um samuel jackson actually uh was saying how he would tell during interviews he would tell everyone a different ending just to fuck with people <laughs> really yeah he, like he he loved he loved like telling people fake spoilers just to get them to shut the fuck up or just to get them to be like what the fuck why'd you say that <laughs> yeah it's he he is like the consummate troll but god damn it i love this guy love it love it uh actually captain marvel broke some records already um they set a new domestic box office box office record by opening in 4310 theaters this weekend the most ever for any film in the month of march the previous record was none other than uh batman versus uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so dumb yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, right. But hey, hey, you know what? It's better. It's going to be better than that movie, okay? <laughs> so go watch it. Support it because it has to be Batman versus Superman. That was just a bad movie. Yeah, it was not a great movie. I still have nightmares about that movie, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Oh, oh, oh. It's like I was back in Nam. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What, where were we at? <laughs> Whew, flashbacks. Stay on target. Stay on target. Well, also, everyone, keep a lookout for <laughs> the Shazam movie that's going to be coming out in April. Honestly, I'm kind of coming around to it. I, I knew everybody would. Yeah. I knew everybody would. It, Zachary Levi, I, I, you know, I like his acting. It's, mm-hmm. He's pretty damn funny. Yeah. Um, so I recommend everyone at least, you know, go give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Don't be like the foo and not give it a shot. Give, give it, it a shot. shot. Give yeah. it a shot. Uh, lastly, foo, I want to leave you off with this. So everyone knows this is Gotham's last season. Mm-hmm. And... They've had some great storylines and great things happen so far. They finally introduced Harley Quinn. Uh, they really? finally introduced the character of Flip Bane. Early on, right? Um, well, because right now, Jerome has pretty much become Joker. the Joker. Yeah. So it stands to reason that they're going to go that way because actually he's going to become Batman in, I believe, the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. And he will don a bat suit of some type. It won't, it won't be David Mazou's. But it'll be uh, another actor, obviously, you know, portraying him. Yeah. Even though the kid really wants to play Batman, which he should, man. They should just do it. I don't care how stupid it'll look. Just let the kid play <laughs> Batman. Let him, let him do it's it. It's every boy's dream to play Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy got to do it. Yeah. Bastard. So. And we, I, I wish we would have seen him grow up to develop that charm. Yeah. That, that Bruce Wayne charm. He was always a little bitch up until the time where he had to actually, you know. Start training. Start training. Yeah. And these last couple of seasons, he's really grown into that. Okay, wow. Yeah, he's pretty badass. This mm-hmm. is this is a badass Bruce. Right. Because in this last season, he works directly with the GCPD to kind of maintain order in this no man's land. Mm-hmm. So he helps single-handedly take down Penguin. Um, he helps stop Joe, uh, Jerome from destroying the entire, pretty much Gotham mm-hmm. at towards the end. And it's, there's a fucked up scene in the last couple episodes where Jerome pretty much was having Bruce relive his parents' murder. 
Like he Jeez. broke into, he broke in a, a Wayne Manor, kidnapped Alfred, mm -hmm. and had Bruce go there and had these two actors and had spoiler alert everyone spoiler alert from this oh fuck fuck that you guys can go watch it on hulu Get, <laughs> it's on hulu it's on hulu guys right. um he basically has the these two people and he does plastic surgery to where they look exactly like bruce's parents jesus and he, he has him relive that exact day over and over again that's pretty fucked up yeah so he has him going through the motions and bruce is going trying to follow him and jerome's pretty much threatening that he'll blow up the city if Bruce doesn't go along with this <laughs> and it has to go to a T where he kills the parents because mm -hmm. if he, Bruce doesn't let him kill these two people in front of him and have him relive it, then he'll destroy the city. And the fucked up Jesus. reason why is because Jerome wants to be a part of Bruce's backstory. Uh -huh. He wants to be the one that killed his parents. So if he, he felt that if he redid oh, that, he, he would forever be linked with Bruce. Yeah. So it's fucked up. They like they figure out a way to where it ends up being Leslie and um, Jim Gordon. Like they they he like there's a part where he switches out the people that were looking like his parents. Mm -hmm. He captured Leslie and Jim, and he had them in the same exact spot as. Dang. Yeah. So that was his way of getting back at Bruce and like really fucking with his psyche. And he luckily Catwoman saves it. Where she's actually become Catwoman now at oh, this good. point. Okay. Um, and they go to the Ace Chemical Plant, mm. where where Bruce corners Jerome at the Ace Chemical Plant, and guess what happens, Foo? He falls in. He falls oh, in. Oh, would have been weird if he didn't. So he fell in, and afterwards, like they, he's still alive. Mm -hmm. They're just like, I don't understand how he's still alive, but his body's like all fucked up, and he's in bandages right mm -hmm. now. So they haven't revealed exactly what his final form looks like that's what everyone's calling it <laughs> jerome's final form like a freaking transformation right of, <laughs> like leveling up in pokemon right. he hasn't got to level 50 yet guys final <laughs> he's like dragon knight he's got to get to 50. <laughs> get him to 50. <laughs> all you pokemon lovers out there know what i'm talking about i'm yeah. gonna fuck I, I play pokemon it's like magikarp and gyarados <laughs> there's no bigger chasm from one Wasn't fucking that Pokemon. the most bullshit Pokemon ever? <laughs> like, what use did you have of Magikarp? Magi he was Splash. He, yeah, was splash, or, right? or Tackle, and it did nothing. Your whole point was just just leave him at the daycare center. Right, right. He's that kid you forget at the daycare. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like, he's old enough now? All right, come on, boy. <laughs> By the way, since we're on crazy tangents, um, I wanted to ask you what's more fucked up, that, um, that Jerome put him through that? Or that Cartman fed his par uh, Scott Tetterman's parents to, to Scott Tetterman? I think Cartman's because he actually succeeded. Okay. Yeah, because Jerome Jerome couldn't Jerome didn't succeed, obviously. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I think Cartman's because that's more of a fucking psychological You ate your parents, dude. <laughs> you fucking ate your parents. <laughs> like, okay, Maybe I understand chilly. seeing your parents get murdered twice in a row, that's pretty goddamn fucked up. But eating your less fucking time than anybody else who's a fan. I've seen his parents die like oh 25 times. Oh my god, it's not necessary. Yeah. I've Look, I've Every seen Every Batman reboot has to have the gratuitous even, killing of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Even in the comics, like they even get to a point where they show it every 10th issue where they got to relive. He has to relive something about the past yeah. that and it just always alludes to they were dead, they were murdered in the alley. Or he goes to the crime alley and it's like, "Man, right. just stop." I understand. I understand it motivates him, but just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, here's to hoping that future nerd endeavors will be much better. 
I'll talk to y'all guys next time. And that's it for me and Nerd News Food. Sweet, man. Thanks. Nerd! Cool. We'll be right back with the joint report and the music segment. Stick around. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the food here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Food Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesday. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foodbarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Food Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boobity doobity. Are you on weed? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. All right. Well, today I wanted to talk about uh, this particular topic regarding science and tech in cannabis. Want to get a degree in cannabis? Here's where to start. Ooh. Yeah. Changing my major. So this is off of uh, Leafly.com. I think oh. they're just becoming my trusty source. I for think they already cannabis. have been. Yeah. They're always giving me some uh, cool stuff to uh, to come up on. So um, as a green gold rush... Uh, as it's becoming more legal in California and it's non-drug cousin hemp, uh-huh. as it starts to spread even across North America, a growing number of colleges are adding cannabis to the curriculum to prepare for um, to pre- prepare their graduates for careers in cultivating, uh-huh. researching, and analyzing, um, and even marketing the herb. Oh, happy day! Yeah, oh, it's happy crazy. Day. So research shows that there are uh, there are high times ahead for all uh, hemp pun. High times ahead for all kinds of careers in cannabis, ranging yeah. from uh, greenhouse and dispensary operators to edible product developers, wow. marketing specialists, obviously, uh, quality assurance lab directors, and pharmaceutical researchers. Holy Pretty shit. Pretty much anything that would go into like a, a pharmaceutical company, yeah. essentially. God damn it. I need a, okay, I'm going to switch my major now. This is really happening. Oh, shut yes. the fuck up. <laughs> You're never going to graduate at nope, this space. Nope, nope. I'm going to be a career college student. <laughs> You've been a super senior for how long now? Shut up, man. It's been a solid 10 that's years, right? It's been a, that's besides the point. Wow, yeah. You need to turn your life into a movie, bro. Oh, dude, it should have been already. <laughs> <laughs> the, the time flies, man. Time flies. Anyways, but <laughs> carry on. So, um, and even in states where uh, recreational marijuana remains illegal, including New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, some colleges have launched cannabis studies programs in anticipation of legalization. Um, so they're preparing the students for jobs in other states. That's awesome. Um, That's so, like, they awesome. if they wanted to, they can just move yeah. real quick and then just start a life. So they're literally creating a way that this industry is becoming more and more legit. Because to have an actual professional dispensary owner, you know, someone that, like, can revolutionize the market, that's exciting because then you get guys like Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. You're starting (laughs) to get branding now. Yeah. You know, because now, you know, more companies are going to see it's legit. Mm -hmm. It's going to grow, guys. We're going to get legal weed everywhere. It's going to be everywhere, and a lot more people are going to be legit about it, too, uh-huh. because you're just going to have these establishments that are there to analyze, take um, uh, take pretty much pr- good care of the crops the I, way they're supposed to. And there will always be a, a legal market. Um, let's not get, you know, it'll just die down a little, but it's going to it's gonna stay there. If, if it's going to be illegal at some, somewhere, it'll be illegal somewhere, and guys are still going to try and 
fucking profit off that. But these are these are great steps. And oh, if only I was younger, I would go back and redo <laughs> it, redo it all, redo it all, and do join the cannabis industry. Yeah, exactly. And the thing that's really cool about this is that it's not just universities, but it's also niche types of colleges like uh-huh. agricultural schools. Like the ones that really specialize in a specific kind of thing. You're going to see uh, Cal Poly Pomona have a uh, horticultural class on marijuana. On and weed. On weed. Yeah. <laughs> the proper damage. Hey, man, um, <laughs> I got to go. I got to go to my my joint rolling class. Oh, bro, have they showed you how to do the cross yet? <laughs> nah, bro, we're still barely on the triple, triple branch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like fucking joint origami at some Dude, point, right? Dude, it's nothing but Spicoli's <laughs> everywhere, man. Yeah. Spicoli University, it's gonna happen. Spicoli University, guys. Winning awards and everything. <laughs> Out of control. The motto, <clears throat> the motto of the university is, but if it's your time and it's my time, then isn't it our time? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, son great. of a bitch! <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I think that this is just going to make this uh, industry a lot more legitimate. It's going to make it more plentiful. Uh, it's got to be nothing. It's nothing but good things, man. Especially when people are really trying to get some decently paying jobs these days. I yeah, know unemployment is low. Yes, people can have jobs, but can they live off of those wages that they're earning? Probably and not. Mo- I mean, and this most- is providing another avenue for that. Exactly. Yeah, and. This is going to be a super profitable industry if it keeps growing this way. So for people that are struggling, it's going to create more jobs, more avenues for them to go down. That's that's awesome. I can't wait to see what this does because, hey, shit, I may try to join the cannabis industry at some point. Get at me, foos. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, man. Well, that's going to do it for a joint report, everybody. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's finish this off with another music highlight segment, shall we? Well, today I wanted to highlight three songs. One in particular that I've been listening to these guys for a very long time. I've never had the good fortune of actually seeing them live, but this is a band called Millencolin. And they're a Swedish punk rock band. What? And they've been all over the place. They've toured with the best of them. The Sveets? The Sveets? <laughs> Let's listen to these Sveets. What now? The Sveeds, man. The Sveeds. Oh, the Sveeds. The Sveeds. That's stupid. <laughs> well, these guys have been uh, featured in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. They've been all kind of all over the place with this particular song, too. And I want to make sure that a lot of people don't forget about their song called No Cigar that came out of their 2000 album called Penny Bridge Pioneers. So take a listen. Get 
I remember this song. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Hawk. Yeah, you do? Yeah, definitely do. Oh, dude, this is a great song. I didn't know the name of this band. Yeah, oh, Millen Colin. It's taking me back. Yeah, they have a bu- uh, they have a bunch of really good songs. I recommend everybody go check out their um, their their catalog. It's uh, you won't be disappointed. Mm, all right. They're pretty consistent with their quality. They're pretty cool. I'll check them I out. I recommend it. It's like straight up Swedish skate punk. You've sold me, man. You've <laughs> sold me. I, 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 I didn't know I wanted this, but now I want it even more. Noise. <laughs> well, this next one, I wanted to feature a Bad Religion song. Bad yeah. Religion is back, Josh. Yeah. Bad Religion is back. I'm w- so happy. With their uh, much anticipated album called, that's going to be called Age of Unreason. It's going to come out like in May, I heard. This track is called Chaos From Within. Let's take a listen to it. That's the same good energy of Bad Religion. Oh, man. It's so great. It's like they haven't lost the steps. At all. The dr- yeah. Those drums, man. Those yeah, fucking drums. They're a solid heartbeat for uh, for Bad Religion, man. They never stop. They're, they're so precise. and s- Everything oh. that they do. Every song. Like, you, you can go back and listen to the um, original shit. It's it's amazing, like the Stranger Than Fiction album. Yeah. Oh man, that album's so great. I, every like my favorite album is the Process of Belief. Yes. That one has just nothing but like fucking gold home runs. Yeah. All the way nothing through. Nothing but dude. All the way through, man. Great every fucking album. song. Every great fucking album. song. Everything. LA is burning's good too. <laughs> um. Oh man, it's they just cannot do any wrong in my eyes, especially. Like, yeah. I I love them. They. Um, they, they they need more credit than they are deserved. Very much, very much so underrated. Far. Like these guys are so badass that my dad even like likes them. He's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I love them. They're guys like me, dressing in khakis, playing guitar. <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, in light of what happened to the lead singer of the Prodigy, I wanted to feature a song by the Prodigy, one of their more uh, popular songs that I don't hear enough on the radio anymore. <laughs> Is a song called Breathe that came out of their 1996 album called The Fat of the Land. So let's take a listen.
is like a cool jam that you can uh, play a race car kind of. Uh, I could see Blade just speed. Blade just walking through the club oh, and yeah, then just start slashing them vampires. This is a badass song to have in the background. Well, this is sort of the same kind of genre as when Neo is walking through that club at the beginning of the first yeah, Matrix. Yeah, exactly. They were playing Rob Zombie, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they were. Yeah. Yes, they were. Similar style. <laughs> Dope. It totally matches that. Like uh, Fat Boy, how Fat Boy Slim was at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is very much like the music you want in the background when you're just building up for your revenge. Or yeah. you're like, you just finished training for your revenge bout, and you put on that black coat, and you just walk out like, I'm going to fuck this dude up. <laughs> Boom, cue the music. Yeah. Um, one uh, person to note that was very much a fan of The Prodigy was Mr. Dave Grohl. Oh, He yeah. expressed how uh, The Prodigy was one of the favorite bands that he has ever kind of witnessed, got to know, and as far as like become familiar with their music. And uh, he gave a, a cool, um, a cool little write-up on uh, online to post okay. about the singer, you know, passing away due to suicide. What did he say? So um, nothing but nice things. I didn't memorize it, and now I don't have it in front of me, so I really wow, couldn't tell. Wow, to pull, way to pull, and get <laughs> not paid up. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's just, it's just one of those things where um, it just. Like when you know somebody like that for that long, uh, as a colleague, I kind of respect their art. Even yeah, it sucks that you know they gotta uh, that that even happens. You know. Yeah, it was it was really unfortunate what happened, but damn, he had great music. Yeah, they they le- he left a great catalog of of cool jams that you can just kick back to. It's pretty dope. Yeah. You know, kudos but to him. Great music, man. Absolutely. Great, great job. Absolutely. Uh, fucking so uh, <laughs> you get you go for three for three once in a while, man. Great job. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I've been getting better at this. Batting three hundred. So. Uh, do <laughs> don't don't make me throw in Everclear. Oh, don't 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 get me started. Watch next episode is gonna be nothing but Everclear songs. You Threaten me with a good time. <laughs> All right, cool. Sell well, me on it, man. Sell <laughs> me on it. <laughs> no, shut up. Shut oh, up. Oh. Well, Josh, this is episode 86 in the books. Is there anything you want to tell everybody? Again, lastly, everyone remember to seek help. Do not be afraid to reach out to people. Do not be afraid of rejection. Sometimes it sucks. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it helps you grow. You always have us here. You can always find us at foodbarshow.com. Reach out to us. Just let us know if uh, you think we're shitty, which I'm sure half of you will. Uh, And if you think we're cool. If not, cool. We'll still fool it up. If uh, yeah, and and I I would want to also encourage everybody to go to our iTunes. If you listen to us through iTunes or through your Apple Podcast app, give us uh, five stars and then just throw in something nice, you know. If, if throw in you, a nice bouquet, you know, some <laughs> chocolates. Let us know you care. Yeah, you know, nothing too exaggerated. But but if you hate us, just email us. We're fine with that. Yeah, right? yeah. I you know I prefer if you hate us, email us. Don't reach out any other way. <laughs> actually, if you hate us, then why are you listening? Yeah. Yeah, that but does. no, I actually keep listening because your hate fuels me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Do, do what that. Josh said. Yeah, yeah, do it. Fuel my hate. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Ah. 
I've been Josie. And I've been Josh. And we are here to sign off saying, don't be a dick. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. 